0: In the past, I've had to substitute for band and choir and some of those related arts that we're not always comfortable with. John, a music teacher, is here with us today, and he's going to give us some great ideas. And I tell you what, they're so specific, you might want to get out a piece of paper and take some notes. So here we go. Substitute! All right, guys, I think you're going to enjoy today. We're talking to John from Pennsylvania about he's a music teacher for elementary school, all the grades. So you're going to enjoy what he has to say. Let me mention just a couple of items. First of all, the student spotlight that we've been doing midweek for the last two weeks has really been popular. We need more students. So if you're a student of any kind, I mean, we've We've interviewed college students. We've interviewed high school students. We want to get some of those middle school students and elementary school students as well, of course, with their parents' permission. So let us know if that's a possibility and email me at gregcollinssubstitute at gmail.com. I, again, will have that email address in there for you on the notes page. So gregcollinssubstitute at gmail.com. And let's go ahead and get to John. All right, I want to welcome John with us today on Substitute Teacher's Lounge. I will tell you this, that he teaches a subject that I have never taught to a group that I have never taught. So how are you doing today, John? I'm doing pretty good, how are you? Really good, really good. Why don't you just tell us your whole journey, how you got to where you are today, even if it started when you were younger, and then real reveal the big secret about what you're teaching. <laughs> All right. Yeah.
1: Uh, so um, when I was in middle school, uh, I going from middle school to high school, I had this uh, what in my mind was a big decision to choose either high school band or high school soccer because I was really in love with both of them. Luckily, I was able to do both soccer and uh, band in high school. Uh, but I, I still remember the John Williams concert very vividly, uh, and that took me through college. Uh, I went to Westchester University of Pennsylvania outside of Philadelphia and uh, got my bachelor's of uh, music there uh, and then actually moved out to Colorado for three years where I started nice. teaching elementary one music.
0: Of my, one of my favorite states.
1: Oh, I loved it. It was, it was gorgeous being out there, but we were so far away from all of our friends and family are, are back on the East Coast. Um, so we ended up moving back. I'm, I'm now teaching uh, elementary music, elementary general music in uh, Marple Newtown School District outside of in the, in the same area here um, in Broom Mall, kind of outside of Philadelphia.
0: Okay, good, good. Well, you're the second person in a row I've interviewed from Pennsylvania. So there you go. You, it must be a popular area up there. What kind of activities do you have outside of the school system? Are you involved musically in those ways as well?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I lead a uh, contemporary worship service. I lead the music for it uh, at Nine. a church in Westchester, and then I've got I've got my own podcast that I do uh, that I'm I'm launching here in April. Uh, that nice, I'm really excited nice. about. So, uh,
0: what's it going to be called?
1: It's going to be the yeah. It's it's the Jabadoo Education Podcast, and I'm going nice. to be interviewing some uh, professors and researchers in in fields like education, psychology, leadership, uh, just to try to bridge the gap between the research that's being done and then the application to the classroom. So,
0: right, right, sounds yeah. great. One thing that I've noticed when I do sub for classes like band and choir. They're not sure how much they want to, I guess, put on the substitutes because, you know, that's kind of more of a unique ability than just walking in and trying to teach language arts or something like that. Yeah. What do you leave for your subs? Uh, So,
1: general music at the elementary level, I think, is. maybe a little less specified uh, as you get into middle school and high school, you do kind of have a specific teacher for band and a specific teacher for choir. Uh, but the nice thing about what I do is that it's just general music. So I see every single student that comes through the the building, they come and have a music class. Um, so I'm able to do maybe some more basic stuff um, than, than it might, uh, you know, for, for some, substitute teachers who come in uh, they might actually feel more successful in my classroom than they would in a choir or, or band classroom. So what I typically do is I've uh, I've done a few activities that my students know uh, and then I set up uh, four or five of those activities around the room. And I just tell the sub, you know what, break them into groups and send the groups to each of the stations. And then uh, after 10 minutes or so the students can rotate to the next station and there it's very, uh, the students are are kind of self uh, self working. What's the term for that? Like they're they're working on their own. There's not a whole lot motivated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, self monitored, maybe I guess. <laughs> um, so I I, I tried because I know that it is a challenge, especially for somebody who's not musically trained um, to come into uh, a class and then try to lead. Uh, that I'm, I'm sure is is rather difficult. Just for same reason, if I had to go substitute for an art class, you know, I, I would feel very <laughs> incompetent in that
0: sense. Oh, yeah. So, I've uh, had to I, do that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so. goodness they left good notes. Yeah. What, so do you see all of the elementary grades in a given day?
1: Uh, in a given day, yeah, I'll see... Well, throughout, at least for my building, throughout the week, I'll see each class at least once and sometimes twice.
0: Is this a public school or a private school? This is, yeah, public school. Okay. What's the enrollment there, just out of curiosity? Uh,
1: Somewhere between 350, 400. I don't know the actual Okay, so that's a decent size school then. Yeah, enough uh, that uh, the kids still get on top of me for not remembering their names.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you've got me curious now. Give me a couple of specific activities that you have them involved in. I mean, I, do you like teach scales, or is it it's a, that kind of detail, or is it more just learning how? I, in fact, I think I remember in your email that you mentioned you do some singing and dancing and and several different things like that. I definitely
1: do that for me when I'm when I'm teaching. We do a lot of singing, a lot of dancing, um, just because that's it's very accessible for, for somebody who doesn't even know the slightest thing about music, you can come in and and do your best to start singing and dancing along with the group. Um, But as far as when I leave something for substitutes, the activities are like one is, is uh, like the, the, game memory where you have to try to match cards so they've got some music notes on them they have to try to match the letter to the oh nice nice um so that's one station they got another station i give them a packet of songs that they've played throughout their elementary career and they can go back through some of the songs on uh, the xylophone instruments that we have and try to remember how to play some of those songs occasionally i'll do i'll do a worksheet or so i'll just leave a worksheet and say hey here's what we've been working on for the last you know month or so let's see if you remember any of it and then that maybe the the sometimes I'll, I'll leave that and then the sub will have to kind of monitor, make sure they're finishing that up so that they can uh, turn it back into me so I can look it over. Uh, Boomwhackers, if you know what those are.
0: I do. <laughs> I do.
1: Yeah. So I'll leave, I'll leave a, a boomwhacker song where they have to work as a group to play the song. Um, I've got a nice little foam chart uh, that, goodness i don't even know the company that i that i ordered it from but it was like 20 bucks and it comes with velcro ping pong balls so they have to try to oh cool throw throw the velcro ping pong balls onto onto the felt target and then uh match the the symbol the music symbol that's on the target with their bingo sheet so okay. they kind of have to like play target bingo <laughs> um i've got i, I i'll do maybe you know, five, four or five stations around the room, but I've got maybe seven or eight that I that I pull from. So it's different okay. every, t- every time for the kids. Do
0: your age groups ever do activities on Chromebooks or anything like that?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, third, fourth, and fifth grade, I know, use computers pretty regularly. Um, I don't use that a whole lot in my room, uh, just because of for me one of my just philosophies of, of music is making sure that kids are active in yes. engaging and creating music. I don't want to just do, you know, have them log on and do a research project about a music composer from the 1800s or something right, like that. Right. Um, so, but I, the very recently, my fifth graders got very excited about a, a, a like a trivia game called Gim Kit, If you ever heard of that. Okay. Uh, and, so I went on and I edited a, uh, a GIM kit with some music trivia. And then uh, right before we went on uh, this COVID-19 break, right, uh, right. I had my fifth graders come down and, and do that. And they, they were really into that. So, But that that was more of a just review some of the stuff that they'd already learned. It wasn't necessarily right. to teach.
0: You know, I was kind of asking a leading question. You really answered most of it. I'm a licensed uh, Kahoot guy, so oh, there you go. Okay. I've used Kahoot a lot in classrooms, but I've sure. really never used it in the musical field. I, I was curious if, is if you knew that if they had very many resources on Kahoot for uh, music. Have you ever uh, tried
1: that? I haven't. Um, my so Kahoot kind of became popular just as I was leaving high school. I feel okay. Um, so I didn't have much experience as a student with it. And uh, along the same lines, like in the elementary building, kids just don't pull out their phones. Like their phones are required to be in their backpacks all day. Uh, yes. So in order to use Kahoot, it would have it would be a matter of bringing the computers down, logging into the computers. Yeah, and, that would and make it, it, it would be much a process. less convenient.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it's a process. It sounds like you're already all over it anyway. I could tell. I would enjoy being a sub in your class for sure. <laughs> Sometimes I when I've so. taught. What's time? Sometimes when I've taught band and choir, I know that the teachers, like I said, uncomfortable giving me too much responsibility. Sure. So sometimes it's just throwing a movie in. And I remember one day at middle school, I got to the period that was honors eighth grade band. And I said, listen, guys, I've had enough of the movie. Why don't you get your instruments out and play something? And they were really good. I mean, I I was glad I asked them to do that. My guys, my sons, I have twin sons. They're 30 now. But when they were in high school, they won the marching band competition one year for the state of Kentucky. And they also, they're drummers. They're in the drum line. They also were uh, ranked the number one drum line in the state of Kentucky wow. one year. So Congrats I've played them. their drum performances for some of the band classes. So that was always cool. fun for me. You know, most of my listeners always like to know from teachers and students both, how do you know you got a good sub? Do you have subs that you asked to come back and why? Me personally, no. Um, but I know that there are
1: teachers who definitely do. I think part of that is this is this is only my this excuse me this is only my second year in my current okay. building, so I haven't really gotten to know uh, many of the subs. Um, but I know that the, there are some teachers who request, like I want this person to come in when yes. I'm out. Yeah,
0: and absolutely. obviously that's what we're shooting for. So I always ask the students that I interview, you know, what keeps a sub coming back, and I always like to ask the teachers too. I know a lot of times teachers i don't want to call it normal classes you could smack me on the wrist when i say that but <laughs> other classes like math and ela those types of things a lot of them have reward systems in place do you have any kind of rewards in the music field that you offer your students
1: that's going to it's going to vary from building to building like uh, my building in particular uses class dojo and that's okay. pretty building wide so i have access to every single homeroom's class dojo and i'm able to just uh, reward good behavior and and give the
0: kids points in music class, but for their homeroom class. Right, right. Yeah. Um, What about on the flip side? I know, you know, and I assume it's the same way in music class as well. You occasionally have some students that are being just a little bit too noisy or seems like they just want a little bit too much attention. I was like that when I was a kid, for that matter. <laughs> I think we all. were How do at one you point. Uh, you got any good ideas you can share with us about how you handle it when it comes up in your classes?
1: I think there's there's no one correct answer for it, you know. I agree. And it's it's going to be it's going to be so different from student to student, and you know I'm only five years into my career, so I, I can't even say that I'm I'm good at this yet either. Uh, but I, I've found success at least having conversations with students one on one. Like if uh, let the whole class leave. Uh, and totally just sit agree. down and, and and just touch base with them because uh, that's that's one thing that I did learn pretty early is that it, you don't know what's going on in the student's head when things are, especially if a student is acting up and they're normally a good kid, instead of reprimanding them, I say, you know, can you go get a drink in the hallway? And then I'm going to talk to you at the end of class, you know, just give them that chance to calm down. And then usually afterwards, I just say, you know, what's going on? Like, you know, that that behavior wasn't my expectation. Like what's going on? And usually that's, that's when nobody else is in the room and it's just one-on-one, they're able to open up a little bit better and you, you do get that chance to make that connection. But there are definitely students who just are going to always push your buttons. <laughs>
0: so I still haven't figured
1: out a good way to, to handle that.
0: Oh, that was a great answer. I, I'm the same way and it really, you know, a couple of times I've done collaboration subbing with other teachers and some of the things that that they yell, you know, in, in public, I, I'm, I'm always worried that's going to do the kid more harm than good, or maybe mm-hmm. even some of the other kids for that matter. Now I know in band classes, they, they rehearse and work on pieces. Is it ever, does that ever come up in your classes or is it basically just the rudimentary side of music or, or does the whole class work on a piece together?
1: Uh, same thing. Every class is different. Um, you know, my third, fourth and fifth grade is, it's a lot easier to send them off and and work on something. Whereas K one and two is definitely going to be more of the entire class working on something together. So like when you get into, especially fourth and fifth grade, you can have like multi-part, uh, songs going on. So we might all be playing the xylophone, but this group of five students is playing one thing. And this group of seven students is playing something else. Yeah. 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 And that that uh, definitely does happen. Um, but we also, uh, my building in particular, I've got the entire fourth grade prepares a choir concert and the entire fifth grade prepares choir concert each year. So I have those choir rehearsals then uh, during the day as well. And that's, I see half the grade at a time with that. So that's, you know, 35, 40 students in my room at right. once.
0: Yeah, I really admire you for doing that. You're actually working with multiple different age groups and you have to plan it accordingly. But let me ask you a couple more questions before we get out of here. First of all, how long are you guys, how how long has your state or your district said they plan to be out so far? Right now, we're at an April 20th return, but who knows whether that's going to be real or not. Um. We're We're actually at an
1: April 6th return right now, but uh, that will, I'm sure, get pushed back. Uh, right. We've been out this, the entire last week we were out, um, so it's been maybe 10 days or so that we've known that we weren't coming back for a while. Right,
0: right. Let me ask you this one. My uh, kids are sometimes surprised at some of the songs they find on my playlist because I listen to everything from Bing Crosby to Billie Eilish. Oh, me too. Good, good. That was my next question then. You're out walking somewhere and you've got your headphones on. What are you most likely listening to? (laughs) Uh, it's funny because
1: it's a completely different answer than what I would have said five years ago. Uh, cause my <laughs> wife my wife has gotten me into country music. Okay, uh, which I right, never, well, you, I'm from
0: Kentucky, so <laughs> you know it's big down here.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, that's one of the things why I, I think I went into music um, is because I, I really feel like I can't appreciate uh, all forms of it. Um, nice, you know, yes. and, and and depending on what I'm in the mood for, like this morning, <laughs> I just threw on, if you know ever heard of the group, uh, Alien Ant Farm. They were. A, I have not. I'll give it a shot. Oh my heavens! No, it's, but they—the <laughs> one song that I remember from my childhood that they did was uh, "Smooth Criminal," which is obviously a Michael oh, Jackson yeah. song. But yeah. they—it was like a hardcore, like rock version of it. And I was just sitting in the in the kitchen this morning. I go, Alexa, play Alien Hand Farm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Just
0: pull it out out of nowhere and just wanted to listen to it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. When I grew up, we were still listening to vinyl 45s and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So just the way they the streaming works now, you'll oh, get heavens. songs like Baby Shark and everything show up do, in the do, top do, 20. Do,
1: baby shark, so,
0: <laughs> you don't have to sing the whole thing. All right. Before we get out of here, just give me any closing thoughts you want to on anything going on with your school, anything you felt like you left out or how you get maybe the best one is how you get kids interested in music uh, that's that's certainly
1: a conversation that's happening all over the country um, right. all over the world is is engagement uh, in not just in music but in everything it's tough to a do something that the kids want to do and then b also make it valuable information for your teaching you right. know so I, I do my best to at least try to figure out what the kids are interested in and then um, see if I can find any sort of material. Because if you can meet the kids where they are, uh, it's going to be so much easier to rope them in and, and guide them down the where they need to go.
0: Man, that was a good answer. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> All right. Well, for sure. I, that. I, th- I thank you for being on Substitute Teacher's Lounge this week you have a great next few weeks. I know none of us want to be off, but it's just something we have to do, but best of luck to you and everything that you you do at your school. Yeah. Thank you. Stay healthy. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys, that was John from Pennsylvania. We appreciate him being with us here today. Let me just mention a couple of things before we get out of here. First, his new podcast. Is the Jabadoo Education Podcast. You can find that on all platforms, but I will include a link directly on my show notes to his podcast, and we want you to make use of that. Remember, I will also have my email address because I want to interview some more students, so you'll find that on the show notes. And as always, it is Greg Collins' substitute at gmail.com i will also include again the buzzsprout link in case any of you are thinking about doing a podcast of your own and what the heck for one final link i'll have on there alien ant farm and their version of smooth criminal and i tell you what i think i kind of like it so john thanks for putting that thought in my head but I've got some new music downloads. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Music provided by Finn Sound.